Hi again everyone, welcome to the second installment of our study praise time. And uh, this is a time when, although we're not able perhaps to sing in our congregations at the moment, we as individuals and as corporate groups of people are experiencing a, a heaviness coming down upon us that the only remedy for is uh, the garment of praise to lift heaviness off. And so we want to be known uh, as a congregation of people who praise the Lord. We want to be known as individuals whose lives are psalms of praise to God, that everything within us praises the Lord, all that we have, every breath, every beat of our heart, uh, every step that we take, everything that we do, that we do it for the glory of God. And um, today, after last time looking at what praise is, and how to praise, we're going to look at what praise does. And there are several things that praise does. It's not exhaustive, but several things that I want to share with you today that I hope will be helpful for you in overcoming any heaviness that you're experiencing now and any oppression of the enemy um, that you're fighting. First thing I want to share is that praise accelerates answers to prayer. Have you ever noticed that in what's commonly known as the Lord's Prayer, um, better the disciples prayer really uh, that the first 10 words are praise our father who art in heaven hallowed be your name and the last number of words also are praise yours is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen so as our lord jesus is teaching us how to pray he tells us that the bookends of prayer are praise and thanksgiving and so we believe that prayer accel praise accelerates our prayers in an incredible way. It was George Muller, that great man of faith, who fed hundreds of thousands of orphans in his lifetime by faith alone. He said, pray to God for a promise and then praise God from the promise. And sometimes we, we pray for promises from God that he's already given us. And so when God has given us a, a, a promise, there's great power in praising from the promise. And in fact, we will find out that prayer is accelerated in answers whenever we learn to praise. It was John Livingstone who said, a line of praise is worth a leaf, a whole page of prayer. Uh, and and, and uh, an hour of praises is worth a day of fasting and mourning. Wow. So let's start learning to praise in order to see accelerations to the answers that we're praying, praying for. Second thing is, uh, praise also encourages the miraculous. Do you remember in Acts chapter 16, it says that Paul and Silas at midnight were in prison uh, for their faith. And at midnight, they, they praised God and, and, and they prayed and sang to God. And it says that there was a great earthquake and of course they were released and the jailer was converted and his whole household indeed. But this was a miraculous intervention of God that actually happened in response to their praises, not just their prayers, but their praises. So if you want to see prayers accelerated in answers and you want to see the supernatural break forth in your own experience, you need to start learning to praise the Lord, even in the darkest moments. And the Old Testament testifies to this in a situation where um, King Jehoshaphat faced a great army across the Dead Sea 
and uh, he proclaimed a fast and that the people would pray to the Lord and seek the Lord. And it says that the Spirit of the Lord spoke and said, the battle belongs to the Lord and that they wouldn't have to fight. The Lord would fight for them. So the next morning they assembled together and marched at dawn to the battlefield, but they marched as if they were going not to war, but to a festival because they actually sent the singers and the musicians out at the very front. And so what happened? The Bible says is that they came to the battlefield and found that the victory had already been won. It was finished. And the enemy, in fact, had turned on themselves. And so they just collected the spoil. But it records in Scripture that it, this was the turning point that God heard the praises of his own people and the enemy turned on, on one another. It says that the Lord, this is specifically what's written, set ambushments for the enemy. And this was an answer to praise because praise sparks victories. So praise accelerates answers to prayer. Praise encourages the miraculous. But praise also wins battles. What battle do you have in your own personal life, in your family, in your church, in your community at this time? Well, why not start engaging in praise and see this bold faith break through in victory? Something else, fourthly. Praise drives the devil away. There's a wonderful story in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 23, and it talks about how uh, the Lord allowed a, a troublesome spirit to come upon King Saul, and that David took a harp and he played with his hand so that Saul was helped, and, and he was effectively made well from the evil spirit that departed from him. And so what we're seeing there is that actually praise can be an, an antidote to satanic poison and oppression. That Satan is, is allergic to praise. And where there's jubilant praise, the, the, the devil can be paralyzed. <laughs> so if you want to strengthen your immunity to satanic oppression and attacks in your life, you need to learn to praise the Lord. Praise drives the devil away. Something else. Praise heals the soul and calms the troubled spirit. Another wonderful story in the Old Testament is that of uh, Elisha, the prophet. And he was very angry with the idolatrous king uh, at that time. And we read this story in 2 Kings chapter 3. And it says he called for a musician. The prophet called for a musician. And when the musician played, the hand of the Lord came upon Elisha. And then it says... Elisha prophesied. But what I want you to see is the, the power that there was in, in the music, the, the, the sacred music, that was ministering to Elisha's soul and calmed his troubled spirit. And from it, he moved in these gifts of the spirit. And so this can be the effect that praise has upon us when we engage in it. It can actually heal the soul. It can heal the mind. It can touch the heart. When the spirit is troubled and stirred, it can calm us and bring us rest. And so one of the best things any of us can do, whenever we, we find a heaviness coming in upon us, whenever we find the oppression of the enemy touching our hearts, we can throw on a praise CD, we can grab a hymn book, we can, we can just start, we don't have to sing, we can declare and proclaim and, and, and extol the virtues of our God and tell him how worthy he is, and tell the devil how great our God is. But we actually must start to praise to effect change 
in our mood, in our disposition, and even in our circumstances. So we've seen that praise accelerates answers to prayer. It encourages the miraculous. It wins battles. It drives the devil away. It heals the soul and calms the troubled spirit. But I want you to see, and this is very important, if you have a hunger after God, knowing God more deeply. Praise brings entrance into God's presence. One of the greatest psalms of praise is the 100th psalm. And, and verse 4 in it says, Let us enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. And that's basically telling us the way into God's presence is through praise and thanks. In fact, what is in mind here is the progressive journey into the presence of God in the tabernacle or the temple. And so what would happen was you would come through the gate of the outer court of the tabernacle of the temple into the court through the gate with thanksgiving into the court with praise. And so if you're ever wanting to get to the holy of holies where God's Shekinah glory and made presence dwelt, you haven't a hope of getting there face to face with God unless you enter the gate with thanksgiving and into the court with praise. Now we know of course only the high priest was able to go into the Holy of Holies on special occasion. But we now as New Testament, New Covenant believers, through the blood of Jesus, come by a new and living way through the veil, we can actually enter into the immediate presence of God, but we still have this directive in Scripture that it is by thanks we enter the, the gate and enter the court with praise. And so if you want to really encounter the presence of God in new and dynamic ways, you've got to learn to thank God and praise him for who he is. It was Derek Prince who put it well. We praise God for his greatness. We thank God for his goodness. And we worship him for his holiness. Will you learn to praise him more? In Second Chronicles 5 verse 13 to 14, at the dedication of the temple, Solomon's temple, we see that Solomon prayed, they, they worshipped, they sang and played instruments. And we actually see in verse 13, it says, Indeed it came to pass when the trumpeters and the singers were as one to make one sound uh, to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord, that when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and the cymbals and the instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord, was filled with a cloud, so that the priests could not continue to minister because of the cloud of the glory of the Lord filling the house. This is fascinating, because though Solomon prayed a great prayer, and though there were a lot of offerings given up to God that day in the fruit of the lips and in sacrifices, it wasn't so much the prayers that brought the glory of God down, but the praise. It was whenever they praised that the glory fell and the Shekinah presence of the Lord was manifested. And I believe if you engage, remember we said the last time, and take your self-control to lay hold of your joy and you choose whether you feel like it or not to actually start to discipline yourself to praise the Lord, to appreciate him, appraise him, glorify him for who he is, thank him for what he's done, his goodness, 
worship him for his holiness, you will see a dramatic supernatural shift. You'll see your prayers answers accelerated. You'll see um, the miraculous multiply, the supernatural encouraged in your life. You'll see battles won that you've been fighting for years. You'll see the devil driven away. You'll start to experience healing spiritually and emotionally and mentally and your, 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 your spirit calmed from all trouble. And you will enter into the presence of God in ways that you have not yet imagined. And the glory of God will come and fill that place where you seek to worship and extol God. It was uh, Handel who wrote that great work, The Messiah. And of course, the climax of that uh, piece is, is, uh, is the Hallelujah Chorus. And Hallelujah obviously means praise the Lord. And he was describing to one of his friends how he almost barricaded himself in his own room and hardly ate or drank while he, while he wrote The Messiah. And he just described the experience that he had like this. He said, it seemed as if heaven came down and filled my soul. If heaven is brought to earth in any way, one way for sure that can happen is through praise, thanksgiving and worship. And if you want to dispel the heaviness and the darkness from your life at this particular strange time in our history, I want to encourage you, especially as the church, to start praising God like never before. With the high praises of God in our mouth and a two-edged sword in our hand, let us come against all that comes against us with the praises of God, the high praises of God. Let's pray. And as we pray, allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you in those areas that you need darkness dispelled, that you need heaviness to, to be eradicated, where you need healing for your soul and your spirit and your mind. And let's call upon God, even as we praise him now. We come to you, Father, as the Father of all creation, and as the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, and as sons and daughters adopted into your family, we come and we say, hallowed be your name. We worship you, Father, because you are holy. O God, thrice holy you are, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And we exalt you and we praise you and we say that we, we, we appreciate your greatness. We appreciate your goodness and we worship at your footstool and we declare that holiness is unto the Lord. And Lord, we pray that we will be lifted out of ourselves, out of our circumstances, out of our self-consciousness as we begin to get a glimpse and behold the glory of the Lord in the face of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. He is the altogether lovely one. And as we look at him right now, we pray that the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and his grace. And Lord, I just pray healing right now in an atmosphere of praise that we're in and thanksgiving for all that Jesus means to us and all that you've done for us in him. Holy Spirit, I ask that you'd start to bring healing to minds and hearts and souls and spirits. Lord, I pray that you'll dispel the darkness. You'll, you'll, you'll blow away the cobwebs. You'll, you'll lift the heavy shroud uh, and cloak of darkness and despair that might be on people at this time. 
And we pray, Lord, that we will see a breakthrough, that we will see our prayers accelerated and answers, battles won, the devil driven away. Lord, that we'll see your triumph and that the glory will come down in the midst of our lives, that others may be able to look at us and see that we have been with Jesus and see that there's something different about our lives because our very countenance has been changed by the glory of God that has come through praise. So Lord, we praise you for these truths and may they make the difference in our lives, in our homes, in our families, in our churches, and in our communities. For Jesus' sake we pray. Amen. See you next time. God bless.